0: Hunt, fish, listen, repeat. Broadcasting from the Camp Grilling Studios, this is Sporting Journal Radio. (laughs) Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. That's a new personal best pike here. Now here's your host, Brett Amundsen. Welcome to the show. I'm Brett Amundsen. Thank you for tuning in on the network by demand, sportingjournalradio.com, or by downloading the podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We are really excited this week because we are traveling to Tasman Lake Lodge once again. We're about to get on the plane there. We're going to be heading out there, and uh, we'll be coming to you from the island in northwest Saskatchewan uh, next week here on Sporting Journal Radio. This week, though, we traveled south on this week's show. We went down to Missouri. We check in with Joe Harris from Blind Spot Outdoors. We did some turkey with him, turkey hunting with him earlier this year, uh, along with Coy Loeffler and he makes floating duck blinds. These things are kind of revolutionary. They're pretty, they're pretty cool. I'm excited to use one this fall. He's gonna explain them, how they work, what they look like and how you can get one this fall, and why you would want to use one. Uh, Joe Harris coming up later in the show. We also have Joe Henry coming up. He's going to have uh, some Lake of the Woods, uh, Lake of the Woods fishing report for us, and we'll also check in with uh, Eric Osberg from Ottertail Lakes Country. This is Dan Amundsen over here. Dan, how are you doing? I'll oh, be better once I get out of this car. Yeah, where uh, we've been in the car for a long time. Who are this week's sponsors?
1: Yeah, this week's show is brought to us by Hayville Heights Campground and Resort. Book a trip to Devil's Lake. Learn more at HayvilleHeights.com. Ottertail Lakes Country. Find your inner otter at ottertaillakescountry.com. Lake of the Woods Tourism. Lake of the Woods is the walleye capital. Plan a trip for the summer at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Camp Grayling. Catch the Grand Slam. Lake trout, pike, Grayling, and walleye fish camp grailing in saskatchewan this summer on x always know where you stand with on x mid migration outfitters come hunt waterfowl out of heated 10-man pits and comfortable blinds learn more at mid migration and outfitters.com and prairie sportsman check out episodes anytime at the prairie sportsman youtube channel
0: that's right while you're on youtube too make sure you subscribe to our channel sporting journal radio.com we've got New content up there every day, fishing reports, how-to videos, and more. Uh, give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow, give us a subscribe there on the Sporting Journal Radio YouTube channel. And then cruise over to the Taz Lake Lodge one as well. You're going to see some really cool stuff. If you like seeing big, big fish, big lake trout, big pike, I'm talking world-class trophy class size fish check it out you can see our six episode taz and tv season from last year right now watch it if you want to see some really cool fishing content and we're gearing up to film a brand new season dan's coming up here to the lodge for the first time we're about to get on the float plane dan is it starting to sink in yet no Once this show's uploaded, it will. No, it's on the airwaves. (laughs) Yeah, we got to get this radio show done before we can uh, get on the plane and get out there. But we've got uh, about an hour and a half float plane ride or so to the island. Uh, We're excited about it. The guy, the crew has been there opening things up here for the last couple of days. So uh, by the time that you hear this, we'll probably have,
1: Dan will probably have some personal best pike and lake trout in the boat. Probably. That's uh, no guarantees, but more than likely.
0: So we're gonna film uh, a bunch of really cool stuff. We're gonna, we're gonna break down how we're catching these big fish. We're gonna show you what gear we're using. We're gonna show you what presentations, what lures, what depths, how we're fishing these fish. We got a bunch of new electronics, some Garmin electronics that so we're gonna be uh, showing how we use those to target these fish. I've got a really cool new AquaView underwater camera. I'm gonna try to get like a 50 pound lake trout hook set jigging in about 100 feet of water, Dan. I'm pretty excited
1: about it. Yeah, it, uh, if that pans out, it'll be probably the coolest video to ever hit the internet. Yeah. ever.
0: 100 feet deep. Giant giant lake trout. So watch for it. Subscribe to the Tazan Lake Lodge YouTube channel and watch for it coming up this next season. All right, Joe Harris from Blind Spot Outdoors will talk about these really cool waterfall blinds coming up in just a couple of minutes. Eight hundred fifty-two million acres of public land, one hundred forty-seven million private properties, all in the palm of your hand. On X Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app, just got better with hundreds of custom map layers, 3D and topographic maps. You can easily scout on the road or at home before you go. And now you can get important weather details, CWD detection, and even know what crops have been planted where. Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made. OnX. Know where you stand with OnX Hunt.
2: Did you know there are more than 1,000 lakes in Ottertail County?
3: Yep, and I'm going to fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter. To find your inner otter,
0: go to OttertailLakesCountry.com. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year round world class fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Devils Lake is legendary. And this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Hay Bale Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Hay Bale Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybaleheights.com. That's haybaleheights.com. Plan your trip to legendary Devils Lake today. Presented by OnX, know where you stand with OnX. Journal Radio. I'm Brett Amundson. Thanks for tuning in on the network by demand, SportingJournalRadio.com, or by subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Earlier, Corey Loeffler and I made our way down south to uh, hunt a couple of different states chasing turkeys, and we spent some time with Joe Harris from Blind Spot Outdoors. Now, while we were chasing turkeys around. He spends most of his time in the waterfowl world. Uh, what's your name? He makes floating blinds for waterfowl uh, hunters. I own blind We're learn Outdoors, a little bit more build about right waterfowl
4: now. blinds. Floating skids is probably our go-to blind, um, but uh, just a home operation or small operation that me and my dad do and um, here in West Central Missouri. What got you into building blinds? Um, I don't know, I, I just I started building uh, blinds probably in 2015 with an idea and i became pretty good buddies with a gentleman that builds boats for a living layout boats uh andy wyckoff builds county layout boats and we started talking and um i put a actually i guess it's kind of you or a facebook deal i put a video out on facebook and it had like 10,000 views overnight and it just kind of trickled from there and uh we started building some portable blinds and then that turned into trying to compete against the China market and stuff like that was really tough, the big, big, big guys. And we just kind of found a spot that was pretty good for us to fit into. We started building the floating skids and it's going as about as good as it can go right now, so.
0: What, explain what uh, what they're using them for and how many people, what size?
4: So we build, We th- right now we're building, uh, We our smallest blind we build is an eight by six, hunts three guys really comfortably. and eight foot is a true eight foot, Space hunting space, and then our next blind after that's a 12 by 6 hunts five guys, and then we do a 16 by 6 which hunts seven guys or 17 by excuse me 17 by 6 so hunt seven guys, and then we do custom sizes too. Like we build them all the way up to uh, 20 foot. And we're gonna I think we got one of this year. We're building that's gonna be 21 foot with double dog boxes. So total length would be 25 foot close 26 foot long. And these have heaters in them, they got lights in them. Yep, we can, We, we uh, the heaters and the lights are, are an option, but um, yeah, we can do interior lights, what we call decoy lights, which is a light that goes up over top of the blind, shines down the decoys like a floodlight, so you don't have to have headlamps when you're hunting. Um, then under seat heat, um, the big thing right now, it seems like a lot of guys are putting black stones in them. Oh yeah, um, flat top. Yep, flat tops in them. Um, and then uh a double dog like a lot of we every blind comes am standing with a single dog box but then a lot of guys are going double dog boxes so um but then is there other options that people want we can just kind of do anything like we've built two now with boat hides on the back of them um, so they can just hide their boat right behind the blind but they float they skid so they can you actually can hunt them in the water and if you want to pull them out and put them on in a dry field later in the year you can pull them out and put them in a dry field later in a, late, in a later year and pull them around uh, 12 by 6 weighs a thousand eighty pounds 1060 pounds um, we can pull them around pretty good with a like a ranger 1000 or something mm. like that so they're pretty that, versatile they float but you you kind of anchor them in with marsh feet yep so all four corners has a marsh feet the marsh feet come in so what we tell the guys tell the guys is to float them up as high as I can drop the marsh feet, pin them, and then get in them, and that settles and anchors them them pretty good down on the ground. Um, And then you don't have, I mean, they're six foot wide, so it's very similar to like a boat dynamic. You don't have, and you're sitting on the back third, you don't have that tippy at all. It just makes them very stable. So, like them guys in Southeast Kansas ran, uh, Carter's Big Island, they ran nine guys out of it for 30 or 40 some days, probably. And had no problem with it. Just 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 fine. So it's there. It's a it's a pretty neat product, and using a um, kind of a different avenue than a lot of people do, and kind of different design. Yeah. I guess you'd say. Well, I've got a I've got a slew that I can
0: hunt, but it's waist-deep muck mm-hmm. that you got to go through in waders. So it's uh, it's a nightmare to walk through. It's a nightmare for the dogs, and then it's flooded eight foot tall cattails all the way around it. So getting in and out of it is kind of tough, dragging a boat in or a canoe or, or whatever. There's a little little access point that you can get in there, but I'm thinking like this would be perfect to have. And you can leave it in there throughout the winter?
4: Yep, you can leave it in through the winter. Um, they're, the pods are a boat dock style pod that we use, are foam filled. So um, they're made to deal with the ice and the freezing and stuff like that. Um, that i have not had any issues with them whatsoever the nice thing about the pods is they're foam filled so if anything does happen to a pod and it pops a hole in it you can it's still gonna be buoyant and you can hunt it the rest of the season and then say at the end of the season you pull it out of the water and you can replace that pod for half of nothing don't have have a welder come out and put a fix a hole in the bottom of a boat or in a pontoon or something like that you're not dealing with aluminum like that it's it's still gonna float no matter if it takes on water or not because it's foam filled so it's only gonna hold so much water inside of it so it's still gonna it still hold like 70 percent of its buoyancy
0: and the front you've got the front blocked off and then you've got something to stubble
4: yep so on, so on the front and the back and the roof we actually add a material that's a wall material so we build our wall we have a metal frame outside that metal frame we have a hog wire panel that we weld on for putting and attaching all your natural cover and then we have a a roofing material on the inside that's actual wind stop i guess you could almost say or a wall material and so what makes it nice like that then a lot of guys always complain about having to have a lot of zip ties and zip using a bunch of zip ties to add grass naturally to the blind and stuff like that well the way this is is you can actually take that grass or like you're in your residence instance with the cattails and stuff them in the top loop, drag them behind because you have three quarter inch gap, come down and weave them out. So you almost weave that base layer in and no zip ties and it's actually really, really quick. You kind of figure out the niche of how much you can put in a bundle and weave through there and then you come back through and put on branches or trees or add more to make it give it a little bit of a fluff look or something like that. Like around here, a lot of guys use pin oaks, Like our first frost doesn't come in central Missouri till like, or freeze might not be till like the, around the 15th the 20th of October. So if you cut a, a pin oak in early October while it's still green and cut it, and the leaves will stay on it. Those leaves will actually stay attached to it. They haven't like separated from the tree yet. And they'll stay on that. I've got some down at my shop right now that we cut in early October. And the leaves are still on. It's kind of still hard to get off. So it's kind of, and a pin oak covers really well around here and the way it, it grows like the bottoms that have no leaves, so you can really laze up against the blinds really good. And that's with our style of hunting in this area. That's some grass, like natural grass and um, some raffia grass, and then just throw some pin oaks on it, and it kind of makes it look good.
0: Joe Harris from Blind Spot Outdoors is our guest on Sporting Journal Radio. More with Joe coming up. And now a report from the walleye capital of the world, Lake The Woods. All right, now we're going to check in with Joe Henry from Lake of the Woods Tourism to find out uh, how people are catching fish up at Lake of the Woods. Uh, Joe, we're into that mid-June summer. Uh, we've had some nice warm temperatures now for, for a little while. We're finally into the, maybe getting into those summer patterns a little bit. W- what, if you were headed to Lake of the Woods right now,
5: what would you fill your tackle box with? Oh, man, they're is so good you can catch them on a hot dog. You know, I would if I was if I was going to Lake of the Woods right now, I'll tell you what. Um, and I and I normally have you know a few things in my tackle box anyway, as you saw. But hot you know,
0: dogs? I, do you keep hot dogs in there?
5: <laughs> I probably should because everyone's probably get a little hungry in the water, you know. You're, normally, it's sandwiches for me, but you know, I uh, I say hot dogs just because I said that one time. I said, shoot, they're biting so good, you catch one of hot dogs, and somebody says, we do, we do, we fish hot dogs on tip ups for pike, and we catch oh, them all the time on Lake of the Woods. I've done that; it's worked. And then, fun, and fun people, dogs. And that's exactly right too. The LSA, the cheaper the better. The great yeah. value dogs, the fun dogs. The cheap, the more fat the better. You know, <laughs> but uh, we'll save that for ice fishing. Damn. You know, uh, um You asked me what would I bring up, and it'd be three things, Brett. It would be I'd have a you know an, uh, some jigs. I'd have some good Lake of the Wood color, Lake of the Woods colored jigs, or I'd pick some up when I'm up there. You know, uh, Tom's Tackle is one of the companies that makes jigs for lake of the woods. There's other great jig companies too, obviously, but they make some really good lake of the woods colors. The, one of my favorites is a, uh, a, it's a, see, the front, the front part of the head is pink. Then it's got a strip of glow white. And then the back of the jig is gold. The whole jig is gold. It's painted. Uh, that's a good one. The other ones I like are the ones that are like the front of the jig is dipped in like either uh, are orange or chartreuse and the back half of the jig is gold. But those are good jigs on lake of the woods. So I'd bring jigs uh, the other thing I would bring is spinners. So I'd bring some two ounce bottom monsters and some crawler harnesses or pick them up up north um, and pull spinners with you know, a crawler on it, pinch that crawler off so you got about two or, or three inches off that back hook, pull that around a little bit, you're gonna get bit. You could also take and uh, pull minnows around or leeches too on a spinner to, to, to try something different. And then thirdly, crankbaits. You know what, uh, those crankbaits, man, I'll tell you this time of year, uh, those crankbaits covering water, I can tell you, I know people right now that are just going out in the evening, you know, they're working at the resorts or whatever, or maybe they're locals and they're going out by Pine Island and, and both on the front and back side of Pine, they're just pulling crankbaits, shad wrap or whatever, and they're catching a pile of walleyes. So, and, and those crankbaits too, I mean, when you get out to deeper waters way offshore, where a lot of those walleyes and saugas are living, now you just have to get those crankbaits down to where the fish are living. So, you know, if a, uh, if, uh, a shad style bait goes down you know let's say eight feet or ten feet and you're fishing in 25 feet of water you might have to use a you know a bottom bouncer to get him down or a weight or lead core line or whatever but the bottom line is find a way to get those cranks down to those fish and you're going to get some action
0: and i noticed one thing last year when we were up there uh, pulling spinners is First of all, depending on how many people you got, you got in the boat. If you've got multiple people, you you all have to be using something that's going to get you in contact with the bottom. Now you can use different sizes of uh, of weights or bottom bouncers so that you're not tangling each other up, this and that. But we found actually three ounce bottom bouncers ended up working better for
5: us last year while we were up there. Well, I think I think what the kicker is is this: when I say a two ounce bouncer, the reason I normally say two ounces because you can use that effectively in five feet of water all the way down to about 30. Now, if you know that you're gonna be in 25 to the 35 feet of water a good part of the time, well then going with a three ounce bouncer makes a lot of sense because it just, it's it's easier to maintain that contact with the bottom. The walleyes don't care if it's three ounces, they don't care if it's yeah. four ounces. I mean, I know a lot, of, a lot of anglers up there that they'll use a four ounce bottom bouncer in a six foot piece of monofilament line yep. And then a, a shallow dive and crankbait, and they'll troll that near the bottom. It's a, it's a very inexpensive, easy, but effective way to target walleyes in that deeper water. Hey, my buddies give me
0: a hard time some sometimes because I'll use a heavier jig, uh, but I just want to be on the bottom. You know, I just want to make sure that I'm on the bottom. I've I've used something way too light too many times where I've wasted time not being able to get down there. That I just want to be able to feel that bottom down there and uh, make sure I'm down where the where the fish are. Uh, And especially if you're running like a six foot leader off there, uh, that that is you know invisible for those fish. They they the weights aren't bothering them at all.
5: It's not. They're not. Especially in that stained water. On top of it, it's stained water, so they're they're less sensitive that way. You know what. When when we talk about pulling a four ounce bottom bouncer with a crankbait, for instance, we say use a shallow dive and crank. And the reason for that is if you'd put like a regular shad wrap on, you have that bottom bouncer down by the bottom. And then on top of that, that crank's gonna dive down below it and you're gonna hit the bottom. If you have that shallow dive and crank, it's gonna be just kind of following true or a little bit above the bottom bouncer. So it works out real nice. But um, you talk about using bigger jigs, you know, on Lake of the Woods, Number one, for people that don't fish a lot, it helps you maintain that bottom contact, which is really good. It overcomes some wind and waves if you're not used to it. And then the fish like that too, because you can thump that bottom and that's almost like a dinner bell. You thump that bottom and lift it up. When they come in that stained water, they get a little bit of bigger profile. Heck, I know some guides that prefer using bigger jigs just because they think that they catch more fish on bigger jigs on Lake of the Woods. Maybe they do. Sure,
0: go big or go home. I want the big a fish. big straight. You know.
5: Well, you know, when I, when I would fish say when I fish tournaments, and I've probably said this on the air before, but I would use what I would call a full meal deal. And I'd take a jig and I'd put a plastic, like a Berkeley Alive shiner minnow, emerald shiner. I'd hook that on my jig. Then I'd take a, a, a stinger hook and put a stinger hook on there so I have a little treble just a couple inches behind. And then I'd put a frozen emerald shiner on there. And then on that little treble hook, there's three little hooks to the treble, right? I'd break a, a minnow in half and I'd put Half a minnow on one treble, a half a minnow on the second treble, and I'd put a piece of worm on the third treble, and I'd put a piece of worm on top of the, the whole shiner. <laughs> and it's just a lump of whatever. Well, then I got corrected by a friend of mine who's a, uh, a local guide up there, he goes, no, that's not a full meal deal. That's only two-thirds. You forgot a leech. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's call that the kitchen sink. But they, they, you
5: know, what would happen is I think you know those bigger walleyes. I was targeting bigger walleyes in tournaments, and those bigger walleyes would come in and see a larger profile, which was intriguing to them. But the other thing was cool is that if if I'd get a bite and set the hook and miss miss that fish, well, normally your bait disintegrates off. You got to come up and rebait, which is hard to do because you got that hot fish down there. That fish is ready to eat. Well, when I had that plastic on there, it's it's round two. I can drop that that plastic still on my hook. That doesn't go anywhere. I can jig that in front of that uh, fish that just bit and uh, usually catch them, you know. Well,
0: Joe, if people want to go up and try these tips and techniques at Lake of the Woods, how do they plan a trip?
5: Oh, absolutely. You know, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Lake of the Woods Tourism. Otherwise, check out our website. And that's, you know, lakeofthewoods.mn.com. Northern Minnesota's Walleye Factory is a year-round, world-class
0: fishing destination. The perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to Lake of the Woods. Fish Big Traverse Bay, the Rainy River, or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com.
2: Did you know there are more than 1000 lakes in Ottertail County?
3: Yep, and I'm going to fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter.
0: To find your inner otter, go to ottertaillakescountry.com. 352 million acres of public land, 147 million private properties, all in the palm of your hand. On X Hunt. The number one hunting GPS app just got better. With hundreds of custom map layers, 3D and topographic maps, you can easily scout on the road or at home before you go. And now you can get important weather details, CWD detection, and even know what crops have been planted where. Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made. On X. Know where you stand with On X Hunt. Devils Lake is legendary, and this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Hay Bale Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet, and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Hay Bale Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybaleheights.com. That's haybaleheights.com. Plan your trip to legendary Devil's Lake today. Hey, you're listening to Sporting Journal Radio. Broadcasting from the Camp Grayling Studios. This is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by On X. Know where you stand with On X. We're back. This is Sporting Journal Radio. I'm Brett Amundsen. Our guest is Joe Harris from Blind Spot Outdoors.
4: Our lid's an option? Yep, so we can do a flip top, and a flip top gives each individual shooter. A flip so that's like on a 12 by 6 you'd actually have five flips on top so each shooter would have a 22 inch by 14 inch flip that they'd be that'd be their flip um, that covers very very well um, some people are worried about it, it's kind of cumbersome to have to go through a flip but once it's hard to practice it once then actually once you get birds working you kind of just don't even really flip it you just put your gun on your shoulder and you come through the gap and it just naturally flips itself um, and then something else we kind of started working on, um, actually a gentleman ordered a blind this style. He wanted ports for each shooter. And that's turned out to a lot of guys who really like that because it keeps everybody 10 to two in their zone, their 22 inch wide port. And it keeps everybody where they need to be and keeps everything kind of fundamental and um, and they grass really well. We cut them at an angle. So our back wall is tall enough that like uh, a 6'6 six, six guy can sit underneath of it very comfortably and not hit his head and, but stand up and shoot behind the blind if he needs to be,
0: so. If somebody up in Minnesota or North Dakota, Wisconsin wants to order one of these, uh, they order from you and then you deliver it up there? Yep,
4: so they can, they can find us, so we got an Instagram page, Facebook page and a website. And get a hold of us on there and, and request a quote. Um, with commodities and steel's a commodity now, and the way the price of materials is, the, the price of these can fluctuate monthly, very, even weekly right now, the way things are. So um, just send us, get a hold of us, and we can get a quote. And then um, I deal with um, a couple of gentlemen that can deliver for us, and we just, the delivery is on the buyer, but we can usually set up a pretty easy way to get them delivered to somebody. or so if you order them soon enough you know we can work out a system way get them up there easy Um, and then some instances if i have to we'll deliver them personally ourselves sure how
0: how much of your business are uh, like duck clubs and
4: that's probably 80 percent of my clientele are um, is club driven or private property that has a water impoundment on it Um, we're doing a lot of business in Southeast Kansas, which is a lot of um, clubs or family properties that have impoundments they flood. Um, and then since cent- like right here where we're located, there's quite a few of those. More
0: with Joe Harris from Blind Spot Outdoors coming up. And now a report from Ottertail Lakes Country. All right, next we're gonna check in with Eric Osberg from Ottertail Lakes Country. Uh, who's joining us on the road right now. I keep two, 10 and 2, Eric. 10 and 2.
2: 10 and 2. I think it's down here nowadays. Is there with
0: airbags? Oh, it could be. I I don't know. It's, been a, don't it's know. been a while since I had any type of driver's ed training. So, but, uh, yeah, how's it going? Where, where are you headed? What's going on?
2: I am heading to Arvig Communications. They are having an open house. They just built a new... Office complex type of deal, and so I'm heading to their open house.
0: Okay, I thought maybe this was a an OTC on us event that you're headed for.
2: It's not. If if it was, I'd be in the big Otter Band. But uh but no, I'm just I'm just on my way to to go see the new uh, our big offices. But we will be going uh, uh, spending a lot of time in the Otter Band this summer.
0: All right. Where else are you headed? Where Where do you have uh, trips planned for that?
2: So we already went to Des Moines, Iowa. We went to an Iowa Cubs game, super cool stadium. And then we went to Omaha. We went to a Cabela's there. And, um, and we're going on uh, June 23rd. We're going to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're going to A uh, zoo in Sioux Falls. I can't remember the name of the zoo. Great Plains Zoo, I think. And then we're going to a Sioux Falls Canaries game that same night on the 23rd. And then later in June, like I think the 30th, we're going up to Lake of the Woods. We're going to a brewery. Uh, We're going to a St. Cloud Rocks baseball game. We're going to Hemaker Zoo. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's in Freeport, Minnesota. This is July. And then in August, we're going up to Two Harbors, Minnesota, uh, for the Festival of Sales. And then we're finishing up at a St. Paul Saints game and a uh, uh, the Minnesota Zoo in August. So it's, uh, it's going to, yeah, there's, you've got the full schedule up there. So, yeah, we're going to put on a lot of miles, meet a lot of people, and uh, give away some money.
0: Yeah, so that, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of this is people can, can, can win some money when they go to these things with you. Or meet you there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so we have at each stop we give away one five hundred dollar gift card that somebody can use anywhere in Otterdale County. And so this is kind of our third year of this and in years past you used to have to go to a website and sign up and not that it was hard, but, but we're giving these away Right on the spot. So so basically we have a, a prize wheel, and and at least in the beginning of the day of the session, and we're usually in a spot for a couple of hours, uh, at the beginning of the session, one of the one of the slots on the prize wheel says five hundred dollars. And you just all all you have to do in order to earn the right to spin the wheel, you just have to show us that you follow us on one of our social media platforms whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, and if you don't, when you show up, we have QR codes or we can help you find us, whatever. You just hit the follow button, you spin the wheel, and uh, everybody's a winner. At, at, at Cabela's, they had some extra uh, $100 Cabela's gift cards, which was super cool. Uh, so not only did we give away $500, but... Um, at that stop, we gave away three $100 gift cards to Cabela's. We got T-shirts, we got coffee cups, we got floaty keychains, cake keychains, uh, we got bumpers—not bumper stickers, but stickers. We have temporary tattoos. Oh boy! I haven't—I have put—I haven't put my temporary tattoo on yet. But uh, one of these days, you'll see the gun show with a <laughs> with a or hotter tattoo. Um, so we have everybody's a winner, and, and it's it's cool just to to meet folks who already love Otter Tail County, Minnesota, or a lot of people walk up and they're like, "What's this?" and you get to tell them. So, it's it's cool just to interact with people.
0: I mean, prize wheel is brilliant because everybody loves a prize wheel. You could be given away, yeah. you could be given away the shoes you wore in eighth grade, and somebody will come up and try to win them on a prize wheel.
2: I, and and interestingly enough, kids love. I mean, everybody loves a prize wheel. But kids, it's a whole new level, and so we've got some prizes that are intended uh, specifically for kids. We got some, you know, water bottles, backpacks. There's there's all sorts of fun stuff. But you're right, the, the prize wheel. Uh, it, it was I, at first, I didn't think it was a good idea. I was like, man, this is going to be hard, and it's going to, you know. But no, the prize, It was a great idea. And I'm glad I didn't win that argument.
0: I used to do a, a contest on the radio. And it, I, my radio name in Fargo is T Bone, so I did T Bone's Wheel of Meat, and I'd give away steaks and hamburger, and well, it'd be like it was like a, a meat raffle on the radio, and it was a wheel, you know, and people loved it because it was a it was a prize wheel. They didn't care what was on it. It could have been could have been the 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 half a steak that I didn't eat the week before, and they'd still would have done it.
2: Well, it's probably got a, it's a little reminiscent of a meat raffle, right? Like everybody loves a good meat raffle. And in your case, very similar to a meat raffle. I wondered where the, where the T-bone went, you know, the Brett (laughs) T-bone I I, I don't know where I saw that the other day. I'm like, Oh, that's right. We used to call him T-bone. Um, so now I know at least the origins of the the T-bone
0: nickname. Well, Uh, I, you know, I, I haven't used it in a while and, uh, a part of the reason that I used it or some of the things sometimes I would go to appearances and people like, Oh, you're T-bone. I pictured this 350 pound biker with long hair. And I was like, okay. All right. Well, so, so, sorry about it. Sorry to disappoint you. But, right.
2: uh, you, you I thought you'd be taller,
0: right? Yeah, I, you don't look anything like you sound on the radio.
2: Yeah. No. Right? yeah. You're pretty tall though. So you probably don't get that that
0: often uh, all right Eric well I'll let you get back to concentrating on the road and uh, have fun at the open house and appreciate the time today and where can people find their inner otter
2: you can find your inner otter at ottertaillakescountry.com
0: northern Minnesota's walleye factory is a year-round world-class fishing destination the perfect getaway this summer is just a short drive to lake of the woods fish big traverse bay the Rainy River, or visit the unique Northwest Angle. To catch big fish, you have to go where the big fish are. Plan your trip to Lake of the Woods at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. That's lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Devils Lake is legendary, and this summer has been legendary for walleyes. Don't miss out. Call Hay Bale Heights Campground and Resort today to book one of their modern cabins on East Bay. The cabins are furnished with a full bathroom, kitchen, and all the amenities like high-speed internet and are clean following CDC guidelines. Staying at Hay Bale Heights gives you full access to a private boat launch, fish cleaning station, and beach area. Learn more at haybaleheights.com. That's haybaleheights.com. Plan your trip to legendary Devils Lake today. 852 million acres of public land 147 million private properties All in the palm of your hand on X Hunt The number one hunting GPS app just got better With hundreds of custom map layers 3D and topographic maps You can easily scout on the road Or at home before you go And now you can get important weather details CWD detection And even know what crops have been planted where Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made OnX Know where you stand with OnX Hunt did you know there are more than 1000 lakes in Ottertail County?
3: Yep, and I'm going to fish as many as I can. I'm an outdoorsy otter. Nothing beats a full day of fishing for me. The lakes of Ottertail County give me plenty of options to lower my boat and snag the perfect catch. Not an outdoorsy otter? No problem. Ottertail County has something for everyone. You just need to find your inner otter. To find your inner otter, go to
0: ottertaillakescountry.com. You're listening to Sporting Journal Radio. Broadcasting from the Camp railing Studios, this is Sporting Journal Radio. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. journal radio continues i'm brett amundson thanks for tuning in right here our guest is joe harris from blind spot outdoors Corey brought up a good point and he said turkey hunting can be real tough and birds can be stubborn they can be tight-lipped and is it is it because of the time of the season is it because of the weather or is it they're all going to be tough until you find that right bird and and we found we found a couple of the right birds yeah But the rest of them were pretty tough Tough, yeah. and uh today we got real wet
4: yes today today uh i didn't get really wet just it was uh a soaker it wasn't even (laughs) wet it was overly wet at one point waist deep water i was in so uh your
0: voice got a little higher yeah yeah
4: for sure yeah uh between the lightning and the rain and then come to find out we got back to the the house here and it had hailed in town just like two miles away <laughs> we were chasing turkeys kind of interesting but you
0: got to really love it at that point
4: yeah right? yeah well we were committed there is there was we were far enough from the truck it was either get keep going or go back to the truck wet and so we might as well just go ahead and just keep going and go back later but
0: and it's funny how it worked like that because we were just going back to get some gear from an earlier hunt mm-hmm. and when we were there it thundered and that got a gobble,
4: yep, shot gobbled. yep, and so we all kind of looked at each other and like, well, here we go, <laughs> yep, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's we we had a problem hearing some gobbles, especially like me and you the last two mornings, not hearing that much, and um it that sometimes like that thunder stuff I the gentleman that got me into uh hunting the very first style hunting I ever did was turkey hunting, and he took me and I can remember then like be thunderstorms in the early spring and you'd hear that bird gobble or like we had happened to us a little bit ago here we kind of hunted pretty close to town then and the church bells would go off and the birds would gobble and the church bells go off so I, one of the neat things too you're talking about the gobbling and the thunder i worked for 12 years i worked for an explosive company and we blew stuff up every day and um, we worked out in kansas and i can remember setting shots off that would blow up, and I'm talking, putting like 18,000 pounds of explosives on the ground and pulling the trigger at a quarry, blowing stuff up and it would make the turkey shock gobble. You could hear the go- turkeys gobble down in the valley down below after you shot that shot off. It's kind of neat.
0: Well, I, Corey uses his crane call mm-hmm. for a locator. I can see him using dynamite now.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, we should have had him do the crane call here just to see if they'd shock gobble oh, yeah? too. I never thought about doing that. So, yeah. At
0: one point, uh, was there any point when we were in a torrential downpour with lightning and thunder all around us and we're walking through this rushing creek, this rushing water through this creek. Was there, was there any point that you're like, what are we doing? This is oh yeah, crazy.
4: Yeah, very much so. <laughs> uh, but on the flip side of it, um, yeah, you question your how maybe crazy you are to do it, but then the reward, if it would have paid off, we. I mean, not that I'm not saying that I that I was against it doing it anyways or anything like that, but sometimes some guys are like, ah, oh, it's going to rain, and I'll pack up and go, especially if you didn't have a blind, but um, if we would have waded across that creek in waist-deep water like I did and walked out over two birds, me and you got a bird, I'd been tickled, it would have been, you know, a great picture or whatever, it's still great memories, it's something we'll always talk, you guys come back to Missouri again and hunt with me, you'll be like, oh, yeah, last time we were here, we waded through the creek waist-deep water, you know, so... <laughs> So it's just part of it. it. It's a it's that's kind of my style. Um kind of like all in all the time. So and I'm, you guys both kind of hunt that way too. So it's like we're committed so let's just keep on going. And so
0: it it doesn't I mean you don't have to have uh a harvest for it to be one of those hunts that you'll remember for a long time
4: yeah yeah that that's that, that's like when you guys decide to come down I killed a bird our opener was last Monday and um, I shot a bird on opener and then I really our turkey population is down quite a bit here and so I'm not really too desired to, or not I'm not desired but like it had to be the right scenario to get another one I know you guys are coming in to town so like do if I care if I film my other tag? Not really. <clears throat> to get you guys uh, your first turkey in Missouri or um, on a good hunt, or at least get on a good hunt, to me, that was it's a lot more worth it to me, just just because, I mean, um, I can, I started taking my nephew now that he's 20, almost 21, and um, he actually filmed our hunt last week and got in on film, and, um, but, He started out and now he's ate up at it like me and got a camera and eats, sleeps and drinks, you know, hunting, I mean, that's his thing. And um, so getting people into it and I guess maybe my style is part of it. We're losing so many hunters these days. I don't care if it's fishing, turkey hunting, crow hunting, duck hunting, we got to get people in the outdoors. And um, I think when COVID was going on, as much as crazy the time as that was, I think it did open up we had, Missouri had record fishing um, permit sales during COVID. The lake was, we live right here, pretty close to a big lake. It was jam packed full of people every day. Um, a lot of kids picked up fishing poles again. So that's good, That's I mean, that's what we need. A lot, of this, a lot of people aren't in the outdoors. I mean, I'm very fortunate where I live and it's a mile from my house. I mean, yeah, I live in a town, but I can do whatever I want to right here, uh, real close. and. I wouldn't change it, but um, we just we need to get. It don't matter if it's a 60-year-old like my dad that doesn't hunt and fish. I'd love to get a gun, gun on his shoulder, and let him experience. It might be the he's 75 years old, and it might change his whole demeanor on it just in the last 10 years of his life. You know, so we just got to get people out there and get people in it, in it, and um, because it's rewarding. It's very rewarding, and then you go around people like Corey, and it's also very tasteful. <laughs> you get to eat all that, good, all the stuff, crazy stuff he cooks, and it's it is good. We've ate good this whole week. Yeah. So.
0: What did you think of the equinox gear?
4: Very impressed. We, uh, our ticks. It is tick time right now. We are covered up with ticks. Like we let the dog out a couple of times there, and my dog's treated, but she had ticks. All over her. I mean, multiple ticks. Of course, she's running low the ground, all that. But we, the last three days, we've probably covered probably 12 miles. I bet of walking, and I've yet to have a tick on me, which is unheard of. Like mushrooms were popping last week, really good. So we were, me and my oldest daughter, were going out and picking mushrooms, and I pulled a handful of ticks off of her and a handful of ticks off of me in a 200 yard walk through the timber. And here we walked 12 miles through every kind of scenario you can imagine and no ticks i had no ticks so yeah i'm i'm thoroughly impressed i'm overly impressed actually my brother-in-law we were talking about with him and i'm pretty sure that he or he's ordering right now his wife will be happy <laughs> yeah yeah she'll be thrilled <laughs> she, but, well she's used to
0: it yeah
4: he uh, got another sick order yep yep but it's worth it. i mean something like that that um with the way it ticks with lyme disease and all that going on right now like it's something not to be you know slouch on so it, if you're going to be out there and it's a great great uh product and great quality and all that so it's going to have longevity there so that's the other thing like who cares about i mean at that price um it's almost last a, a long time yeah too. it's a safety it's almost yeah. like a safety year you know you, you don't you don't uh, slouch on it so
0: yeah I, ticks are nothing to mess around with lyme disease is terrible but we don't have the lone star tick back home mm-hmm. so when i got one of those i when we were we were on the lake doing some yep, filming in a one. boat didn't have the permethrin uh, equinox yeah. stuff on from Sika, and had a lone star tick, tick. on me and mm-hmm. i freaked out a little bit because i don't want to be allergic to red meat
4: <laughs> yeah yeah yep yep yeah that way we, we right here where we're at in the midwest like we kind of get all of them you know and we had Well, yesterday we were we had i had a seed tick that was on my boot that was little, little realistically like the size of lead off of a number two pencil or smaller like i actually pulled it off my boot with a knife and it was on the tip of my knife and that was like almost like pepper size you know um, and i've seen actually years ago i actually sat in a bed of those and like I oh, was boy. telling you the other day like scraped them off with a credit card like mm-hmm. off my arms and my legs, crawling on my pants cuz there were so many of them. So, yeah, they're I, they're not it's it's nothing to play with at all and it's um to see somebody come out with some a product like that that's very awesome. I I would recommend it. To, I would recommend it to anybody. I was telling my wife about it cuz we just we I mean we have ticks in the yard. Yeah. So, well, I haven't treated the yard yet this year, but we treat the yard and I I need to treat the yard, but yeah, it's She's always worried about me bringing them home. It becomes,
0: I mean, obviously it's about hunting and concealment, but it becomes about health at that point too.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, who like we talked about there a couple of times, like they're not able to eat red meat again. To, to us, that's a huge thing. Um, the Lyme disease. I mean, well, I was telling you, we've I've had two people in this community in the last 20 years die of Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, which I'm pretty sure is from a tick bite. Lone Star Tick, is it? Yep, I think that is. Yeah, we had um, a a gal in a neighboring town six miles away. It was uh, her senior graduation. Her mom died on her senior graduation. I can remember that what happened. So that's a big thing, you know. Um, So to have a product that, you know, we didn't in three days or four days, didn't have a tick crawling on us, and the miles we covered and country that we covered, I mean, is unreal. So I'm sold on it for sure I mean it's yeah it's, it's a great
0: product well we had a great time down here I appreciate uh, the invite and the hospitality and the place to stay this was yep. great uh, good luck with everything and thanks again I
4: appreciate you guys coming down like I said enjoy you guys coming down and killing bird and come back and too bad we didn't the crappie were spawning we didn't go ahead and get out some crappie right now but that's fine so we ate good and had a good time so thanks, thanks guys time. appreciate it
0: Sporting Journal Radio is a division of Macaba LLC. If you missed any part of the show and want to listen to it again, or maybe hear an extended version of some of these interviews, you can download the podcast. Go to sportingjournalradio.com, or you can watch this show on YouTube or Facebook. Search for Sporting Journal Radio.